When you've been searching for the right insight, advice, and information on financial marketing, you know where to go, The Speakeasy, the exclusive source for financial marketing insights with a shot of humans starring Kelly Hellickson and Hillary Reed from Empowerfy, strategy-infused, data-driven marketing solutions for financial institutions nationwide. And on this episode, Kelly Hellickson talks with Jessica Cariaga, marketing coordinator of HFS Federal Credit Union. Now, here's your host, Kelly Hellickson. Good afternoon, listeners. I have a special recurring guest, Jessica Cariaga with HFS, Federal Credit Union. Jess, how are you doing? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing good. Really excited to be back on the podcast with you. How are you? I'm good. Crazy busy, all those kids and all that traveling, but it keeps me out of trouble, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Good points. (laughs) Yes. So let's talk. It has been about a year. So what have you been doing on the big island at HFS from a marketing standpoint as marketing coordinator that's been different? What are you shaking things up with? How have you changed some of your processes in the last year? Well, the last year has been a very exciting one for us. Lots of big projects. So I think we last So about a year ago, right, we talked and we were gearing up for our anniversary. So in 2022, we've been celebrating our 85th anniversary, lots of sweepstakes, giveaways and fun promotions that we've been doing for that this year. But the biggest project that we've had is actually our rebranding. So we launched a new logo, new mission, vision, values in May of this year. And then we also had a debit card conversion that followed two months after that in July. So I feel like we're finally getting past these huge projects. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. In 85 years. So to touch on that, you know, there's so much there has to be so much brand equity in HFS Federal Credit Union, the name itself. So I'm glad that y'all just decided to rebrand and not rename. But I imagine that was a discussion, correct? Yes, definitely. And that was something that actually you folks helped us with looking into into that brand equity and interviewing staff and things like that, which really helped us see that our name is not something that we wanted to change because it's just so well known, especially because we've been around for so long. So yeah, we did choose to keep the name, but then we were able to update our look so that you know, it's more modern and fresh and up to date with where we're at now. It was time that the look needed to grow with us. With the organization. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's great. When we came out to see you all, and I think it was 2019, you can just feel just a definite vibe and a definite staple or part of the community and what you have there at HFS. It really truly is family. And Ohana? Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And if I remember correctly, Ohana means family, right, Jess? Yes, you got it. Yay. Yes. So definitely a staple on the big island. And, you know, I talked to Hillary just before you came on the show. And, you know, it really is a little bit different on the big island and in Hawaii in terms of marketing. What would you say media wise 
you know, staple-wise is your go-to when you are talking about a campaign and trying to get word to the community and your membership at large? Yeah, so that's a really good question. For us, I feel like we're a little bit behind the curve when it comes to, especially technology. So when we're looking at advertising and different channels we use for these kinds of messages and promotions, we have to have a mix of your kind of the old school, right? So the newspaper and the radio, those are still really important for our market here. But then we do still need to have a good mix of digital included in that. And of course, we don't have things like billboards or advertising on bus stops or things like that. That's not even a possibility. So we have to get a little creative. We did jump into TV for our rebranding. We kind of just wanted to be everywhere that we could be so that the message was really shown to the whole community, the whole island. So we used a a bunch of different methods. That's great. So you did kind of spearhead into TV then for this brand awareness campaign. Yes. So we really wanted to make sure that video was a big part of this launch. So we had not only the launch to our members, but also to our staff. We had to start launching it to them first to make sure that they were on board with what this new brand meant to us. So we did a video series and every month leading up to May, we released a new video to the staff. You know, the first one is just kind of like a look at what the new logo looked like. And then we would introduce the mission, vision, values each month after. And so when we made those videos, we were able to repurpose those staff videos into commercials for our community as well. So we had those running on social and then we also had a contract for a few months with a local station where we had the commercial running there too, digital and on TV. Oh, that's so wonderful. And you touched on something that's just absolutely monumental and must, must, must. So anyone listening to this, anyone thinking about going, embarking on a rebrand, anyone in the middle of a rebrand, anyone ready to unveil that new beautiful brand, buy-in from internal team is absolutely necessary. And it's a first step before you release it to the community. We have a lot of folks that I don't want to say miss the mark, but I guess I want to say miss the mark on rolling that out from an internal launch standpoint and do a soft launch, you know, internal kind of use your team and your organization as practice to then soft and then hard launch to the public at large. Wouldn't you say, Jess? Yeah, absolutely. And we wanted to have fun with that internal launch too. So we first thought it was really important that the faces in the videos were our staff because we wanted our staff members themselves to be telling the story of what this new brand means to them. So we had this small group of people that we brought together that we introduced the new brand to them first. And we did this little chat, like what do these things mean to you? And then we followed up by recording that on video. So then with every video launch that we did, we had a little gift for them. Just fun stuff like branded fortune cookies with our mission, vision, values on the messaging inside. We did branded candy in our colors with the logo printed on it. We did coasters with our new values. And then finally, we followed up with a swag bag, which was, I think, the favorite of everybody. Just a bunch of new cool items with the new logo on it. And then, of course, their new name tag uniforms and things like that. So it created a lot of excitement. That's fantastic. That's really, really smart. And how did it go overall? Do you feel on buy-in with the from the staff? 
Yeah, I think it went really well. We got a lot of good feedback from the staff. They really liked how we were keeping them in the loop so that once that launch day came for our members, they could help communicate that messaging over because they knew what everything meant. And so, yeah, I think the feedback was great. That's fantastic. And it's about creating. So you've got a big, beautiful, brand new brand, and you want to shout it to the rooftops. But you need to create those brand ambassadors, if you will, from an internal standpoint, because they can influence the community at large. And then when you launch it to the community at large, influencers are going to play a really, really big part in that and the overall strategy and campaign. So kudos to you guys. That sounds great. So what's on the horizon for HFS? Where are you headed from here, Jess? I guess from here... Actually, the past four years have all been big projects. We've had online banking conversion, core conversion, debit and credit card conversions, and the brand. So our focus has really been on all of these big projects. But now that we're past that, I think for us, I really just want to kind of take a deeper dive into what we're doing as a department, take a closer look at our advertising methods. Where can we try something new? So like, I really want to do more with video. I think that rebranding project has really inspired us to want to dabble into that more and the TV side of things. I think overall, it's just really taking a deeper dive into what we do every day and finding ways that we can do things better and reach our community and our members in a better way. Yeah, that's so great. And testimonials play a big role. So those videos can come into play and you can weave testimonials into the narrative. And I think that's really, really powerful to have a testimonial and just, and all we're talking about is a story, right? A success, some interaction that you have with a member that the teammate and the member solved a problem that the member faced. And so it could be something as simple as, oh my gosh, I lost my debit card. And some folks like to come in for that. Some folks like to call. Some folks Can you cancel your debit cards online? I'm assuming you can, but stop, click, call today. It just depends on the member. And when you bring that member in and you make them feel good, you solve their issues, that's a win-win. And those are what can be captured on the day-to-day because I'm assuming, you know, those transactions and you guys being on the big island, you guys have a lot of foot traffic, don't you? We do. Even throughout the pandemic, the foot traffic has never really slowed down. So we're hoping that with the use of video to maybe push more of our e-services options like mobile deposit, our app. And, you know, like you mentioned with cards, we have an app that you can turn your card on and off. So if you think you've lost it, you can turn it off to make sure that nobody can use it, you know? So just the awareness of that, I think, is one of the things that we do need to work on. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's good that you have all these huge projects under your belt. And now, like you said, you can take a deeper dive and you can do an assessment, a wellness check, if you will, on your marketing strategies and your initiatives and see what, you know, kind of gaps you can fill and what kind of strategy you're going to put forth for 2023. That's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Sometimes I think, you know, we do things a certain way for so long And after a while, you just need to see if there's ways that you can change it up. Yeah, absolutely. Shake it up. Well, on a completely different level, I know from talking with you in past, well, and just knowing you that you are a big lover of rescues. So how many rescues do you have right now living with you? Oh, my goodness, Kelly, we have seven. (laughs) So we have three dogs and four cats, and they're all living indoors with us. 
man. So see, I have to imagine that like, so I have a puppy and he's not a puppy. He's 110 pound chocolate lab and I am in love with him. He's my baby. Panthen Bay, I'm giving you a shout out, buddy. He will always be my puppy. And I just have to imagine though, that how do you deal with rescuing an animal and then falling in love with it? And then what happens? Is that why you still have seven or talk us through that process? Well, as far as the cats go, they've all found us. They just kind of show up at our doorstep and then we start feeding them and they become new members of the family. (laughs) But actually with our dogs, my mom is, well, she used to foster puppies for a local rescue. And so of course I would be there and see them and you just can't help but fall in love with them. So we've gone through puppy stages three times. It's so hard. So I told her, I was like, I can't come look at them anymore because we're going to end up with more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would be super difficult. Yes, it's so rewarding though. Like I've always grown up with animals and so I'm used to always having a bunch around. I mean, we grew up with horses and cows and goats and rabbits and so it's nothing new and they just bring so much love to your life that I just couldn't imagine not having them. Yes, absolutely. Well, so from a personal standpoint, what's next for you? What Are you guys taking any trips? I know you've never been on an airplane. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. I'm not much of a flyer. It's hard when you have animals to travel because you have to find somebody to watch them. But I do enjoy a good staycation. So between our island, I'm on the east side, but the west side, there's a lot of really nice hotels and beaches. So I think before the end of the year, we plan to at least head over to the west side and do a weekend staycation, just my husband and I. And, you know, we're right in the middle of a move right now. We just moved houses and we're currently selling our previous house. So yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. What's that like? Cause honestly, it truly, everything is different in Hawaii and especially on the big Island. Like people don't understand that there's so many different ins and outs and real estate has to be what just booming, right? Yeah. It slowed down slightly, but it's still moving really quickly. So when we got our house on the market, we actually had an offer before it was even on the market And then within being on the market in one week, we had four more showings and two more offers. So it's just been a whirlwind. Oh my gosh. That's so good for you guys though. So where did you relocate? Like where did you buy or are you in transition? Like talk us through that. Yeah. So we're actually purchasing my grandparents' home in town. There's a lot of memories there for me. I was there a lot as a kid. When my parents were working, I would stay with them. And so after my grandma passed earlier this year, we just couldn't see that house being sold to anybody else. So we're moving from a more rural area where we were on catchment. So we didn't have like county water. We didn't have mail that couldn't come to our house. And now that we're in town, we have a mailbox. We have county water. You know, it's just like, it's kind of a cool transition. I think it's fun that we now have a mailbox I can check every day. It's the little things, you know. Oh my gosh, it's always the little things. They all add up to the bigger picture. And honestly, that's amazing. If any of my cousins are listening, oh my gosh, if we would have had the opportunity to buy grandma and grandpa's house, I think we all would have jumped at that. I'm super happy for you. That's really cool um, to have those memories to fall back on. Yeah. Are you guys planning on, you and your husband planning on doing like any projects there? Or are you guys just going to kind of settle in and then 
see where that takes you. Yes, I think we need to settle in first, but it is an older home. It was built in the 60s. So, you know, the paneling and at least painting will be the first big project. But over time, I think we'll make some improvements and updates. That's great. Well, good for you, Jess. It sounds like everything's going fantastic, both personally and professionally. From a professional standpoint, I think you have a couple new teammates, don't you, in the marketing department? Yes, we have a three-person marketing team now, myself and two other marketing specialists, and they were actually promoted from internal positions. So one woman was from our new accounts department, and one was from our call center. So I think it's been really exciting to see the different perspective that they can bring or have been bringing to the marketing department from a standpoint where they were working directly with members. In marketing, sometimes, you know, you don't see that. We're, we're behind the scenes. So it's, it's been really helpful, actually, that they've had that perspective. Yeah, that's really good. New accounts and call center. And I mean, call center, talk about being in the trenches, right? Like that is day-to-day, just high volume solving issues. And I bet you it has lent a really great perspective on marketing and on the campaigns. Everything from when you strategize to writing the content to the delivery channels and methods. So that's really cool. How is everybody getting along in terms of getting up to speed? How have they acclimated in that transition because that's kind of a transition for them too, right? Like call center to marketing. Is it a slower pace? Is it a faster pace? It's definitely been a transition for both of them. Marketing has been more fast paced for them, but I think the biggest difference is they've gone from a job where, you know, they have their day-to-day work that kind of stays the same, but in marketing, we're very project-based. And so I think that's been one of the biggest changes for them, but they've been doing so wonderful. And now that we have three of us, we've been able to kind of restructure how the department runs. So woman who came from new accounts, we have her specializing in financial education and community events. And then the woman who came from call center, she's so organized and she's really helping with the day-to-day of everything and the content writing. And so that's been really helpful. And that frees me up to work on more of the strategy side of things. So we've really gotten into a good flow since they've come on board. Yay. That's so amazing. (laughs) I'm smiling from ear to ear because truly, if there is one client of ours that just absolutely deserves a win, it's all of them. But of course, HFS, because Jess, you guys have worked so hard to get to where you're at. And I'm excited to see where this the next couple phases of your journey take you. Thank you, Kelly. And I just want to shout out Empowerfy because you guys have been so amazing and helpful to us and your team keeping us running with our day to day promotions. And we couldn't do it without you folks too. So thank you. Thank you. And yes, I am going to praise my team any chance I can because they are just dynamic and they are, we call them power rangers. And honestly, I don't know how they do what they do sometimes in a given day. It's like, how did you, okay, well, that's some magic right there. We're going to leave it at that. (laughs) Yes. Power rangers for (laughs) sure. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Jess. I know that we'll speak to you in the future and hope that you have a great fourth quarter and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Kelly. Talk soon. 
And thank you for joining us. And to connect with Hillary or Kelly to simplify your credit union marketing needs with Empowerify's full-service marketing and design support, please visit Empowerify.org. You can also email info at Empowerify.org for more information. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is the Speakeasy Financial Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.